A lot can happen in the world. What do we do? Who do we turn to? How do we handle it? Welcome to the Situation Room on Active FM. Now, I really want to speak strongly about the mandates. You know, they're saying that you must take the vaccine in the, in the greater good of society, but the data doesn't show that. Now, people who want to take the vaccine, speak the Holy Spirit, and if He gives you peace, take it. And people who don't want to, don't take it. But I want to tell you that this thing, where any person believes, whether, whether you're for the vaccine or against the vaccine, any person that believes that they can, you know, manipulate someone else into either taking the vaccine or not taking the vaccine, you're not, you're not serving the interests of God. You're not. I want you to think about the prophet Samuel, and he had a mother named Hannah. And uh, her husband had two wives, and she felt in intimidated by the presence of the other wife. She tried to ignore it, but the words of the other wives, were, the other wife was still lingering in her head. And, and the reason for this was she wasn't able to have children. And uh, what the other wife said is, who knows what you have been in your past that God has punished you for, and that is why you cannot have children. Very soon my husband will realize what kind of woman you are, and he will abandon you. Besides, you are good for nothing. So this obviously would have distressed her. She approached her husband, and he, he, loved, her, he loved her a great deal. And um, she was very sad that she couldn't have children. And he said to her, but isn't the fact that um, I'm here enough for you? And this didn't help her. She couldn't stop crying. She refused to eat. She didn't want to go out. Nothing could move her. And the husband thought he could cure her sadness and her grief. And so he, he released a word that he believed would encourage her. Am I not better than 10 children, he said to her. But instead of helping her, instead of motivating her, this actually challenged her. And she thought about it. How clever of him to say that he can replace his son when all his free time is invested with the children of the other woman. However, today is the day I will seek an answer from God because even though my husband loves me, there is nothing he can do to change the situation. So she didn't go to, to her husband, she went to God. And so she went to a tabernacle. And there she prayed and she prostrated herself before God. And she made a promise to him, if you give me a son, I will dedicate him to you all the days of his life. Now, after she'd finished praying this prayer, she felt that the, the, the Spirit of God was strong and she was encouraged in God. And her faith overcame the pride of her rival and conquered the love of her husband and the son that God gave her grew up to be the greatest prophet in the nation of Israel. Hannah was the mother of the prophet Samuel, and she prayed continually for her son so that he would serve God faithfully in the house of the Lord. Now, um, you know, I myself have two children, and I know that my wife has been very instrumental in praying for our daughters. And when I look at them, you know, the level of maturity that, that they have obtained is due, in, 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 in my view, mostly to the time that my wife Vicky has spent praying for them. And every word she's given them, every verse that she would teach them, every prayer that she prayed for them was with love. And she believed that they would fulfill their purpose and serve the Lord. And so, you know, there are books that have been written by Stormy and Martin, people like that, about the power of a praying wife and a praying mother and things like that. And so I want to encourage you, pray for your children. Pray that your children will be faithful servants of God. 
Now, our declaration this week says, I am a faithful servant of God that pleases his heart. He will protect my descendants and they will serve him. Let's say that together and really believe that for us and our children. Let's go. I am a faithful servant of God that pleases his heart. He will protect my descendants and they will serve him. Now let's pray together. Lord, I know that your purpose is that I may raise a generation for you. Give me the grace not to commit the mistakes in any of the decisions I have to make. I know that if I commit mistakes, this can affect my descendants. Help me to be faithful in everything. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. not all up to him he's invested in us what is necessary to make effective change in others effective change in our families effective change in our neighborhoods effective change in our cities I look at the city of Philadelphia right now I was just telling somebody a lot of people when they see me on a train they ask me truth what you doing on the train they can't understand why I catch the train and I catch the bus and I can't explain it to all of them, <laughs> but the reason why I still catch the train and I catch the bus is because it helps me to stay connected. Helps me to stay connected to what's going on in the city. Helps me to stay connected to what's going on in urban life. So that I know I stay sharp in thinking about how to effectively minister to them. And I look at the city of Philadelphia right now, my heart beats and burns like never before, like never, ever before. I mean, maybe when I was like 16, that's the last time my heart burned like this for my city. But my heart literally burns for my city. Where next year, I'm gonna be grinding. I'm gonna be rallying up the troops. And we're gonna take it outside of the unplugged atmosphere. And we're going right into the thick of it. We're going to be incarnational for real. We're not just going to throw the word around because it's popular. We're not just going to throw the missional word around because it's popular. We're going to roll up our sleeves and we're going to actually be, not just talk. So I pray that we have this mind that God has given us the grace to be. <laughs> the grace to be what people need when we walk into a room there's a treasure in us that the world needs there's a light in us that the world needs that dispels the darkness blessed are those the bible says who snatches their brother out of the gates of the depths of hell think about that now if you were to just say that without reading that in the scriptures you would think that's blasphemy you don't have the power to snatch somebody out of hell. That's what the Bible says in the book of James. Blessed are the brothers that take the initiative, see another person headed in the wrong direction and fights for them to snatch them out. Because we can change the world. 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 Powers in you. Powers in you. Powers in you. All the powers in you. 
power of the resurrection power of God is at work in us, through us, to make effective change. We can change the world, oh, yeah. We can change the world, yeah, yeah, yeah.